Those who are redeemed by Christ have put away the old life of sin. We are now able to focus on spiritual things as we await the glory which is to be revealed. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Colossians. Since you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went to the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher, Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Be seated, please. Many people think that my eldest daughter is named after the Madeline of the stories, the little storybooks, but that's not the truth. Um, She's named after Mary Magdalene in this story in particular. This is my favorite story in the Bible, and Mary Magdalene is my favorite character. Mary is the very first apostle, according to John, the very first person to bring good news of the resurrection, which is what an apostle does. Notice what the men do. When she comes back and says, he's gone, 
they get into a foot race. And not only do they get into a foot race, they remember who won. Your best friend dies, the grave is empty, do you remember who won the foot race to get there? Men don't like grief. Both Peter and the disciple whom Jesus loved get to the tomb and look in. They notice that the grave clothes are neatly folded up, not like Lazarus's grave clothes, and the one Jesus loved believed, but then they both turned and went back home. Mary stays there weeping. She looks into the tomb and sees two angels, one at the head where Jesus had been lying and one at the feet. The two cherubim of the Holy of Holies are now in the temple. Remember how Jesus said, tear down this temple and in three days I will rebuild it? The Holy of Holies has moved from the temple to the tomb. These are the two cherubim who form the mercy seat over the Ark of the Covenant. God is represented both in the temple and in the tomb by empty space. He is not here. And Mary has the temerity to ask the angels, where have you put him? The same thing that Jesus had asked about Lazarus. And then she turns outward toward the garden and sees the gardener. This is an astonishing theological move on the part of the gospel writer. The gardener represents both God, who created the garden in the first place, and the first human being whom God put in the garden to tend it. Remember how many times in John's Gospel Jesus has said, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, and together we are in the one who believes. Here again is that wonderful blurring of boundaries between divine and human. In Jesus, God and humanity are indistinguishable. And Mary asks again, Where have you put him? And Jesus replies, Mary, just her name, and she recognizes him. Rabuni, she says, my dearest teacher. And she falls at his feet to hold him, just as Martha and Mary had done when Jesus came to raise Lazarus. Mary wants to hold on to Jesus, not to let go of him, not to let things change. But Jesus says, don't hold me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, But go to my friends and tell them that I am going to my Father and your Father, my God and your God. Mary, who was willing to grieve, saw Jesus in the garden. The author of the letter to the Colossians says, You have died, and your life is hid with Christ in God. And whenever Christ, who is your life, is revealed, you will be revealed in glory with him. Mary and Martha misunderstood the resurrection. They thought Lazarus would be raised on the last day. But when Jesus called him out of the tomb, he was still wrapped in his grave clothes. The resurrection, according to John, is not the revivification of a body, but it is a new way of living in God's presence. The author of Colossians understood this. You have died, he says. In our baptism we die to old ways of definition. And now our life is hid with Christ in God. Think of all of those people in whose lives you struggle to see God. The broken, the hurting, 
the anguished. When we see the homeless veteran at the side of the road with his cardboard sign, we wonder, where is God in this mess? We wonder the same thing when we see the violent, like the kids who beat up the old man in the city. Where is God in this mess? You have died, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Mary is willing to stay in the garden and grieve the death of the one who claimed that he and God were one, to go into the tomb. How can this be, she says? How could one so closely identified with God as to be one and the same? How could he die? Where is God in this? The other disciples couldn't grieve it. They raced and remembered who won. How much of the violence that we do comes from our inability to grieve? We want to make someone else hurt just as badly as we do. But in the garden, Mary encounters the gardener, both God and the first human, and grieves, grieves for all the hurt in the world, for all that hurts God. And the gardener calls her by name invites her into relationship, not holding on to the past, but going forward into the future, to his Father and our Father, to his God and our God. The author of Colossians goes on to say, And whenever Christ, who is your life, is revealed, you will be revealed in glory with him. Whenever hurt is healed, whenever people are reconciled, whenever the glory of what God created us to be shines forth in Christ, we shine forth with him. The resurrection means looking at our lives differently. It's not about waiting for the Messiah to come and restore the past, to revivify dead bodies, but to see the glory of God in all things, even now. When Jesus appears to his disciples a week later, he will breathe on them and say, Receive holy breath. The sins of whoever you hold on to are held on to. The sins of whoever you release are released. Don't hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. What do we hold on to? How can we let go of it so that we can go with Jesus to the Father and go into the world for reconciliation? Where does your life, our world, look God-forsaken? What does it mean that our life is hid with Christ in God? We live between the tomb and the Father, The tomb is empty. It has no power anymore. And we are on the way to the Father. We look for the glory that will be revealed in our lives with Christ. Mary Magdalene was the first apostle, the first to be sent by Christ with good news of resurrection. And she had to let go of Jesus so that he could go to the Father. Even when we can't understand the world and find God in it, we have the assurance that our life is hid with Christ in God, waiting for his revelation in glory. All things are on their way to fulfillment and restoration in God. Mary announces resurrection and invites us to join Jesus on the way to the Father. Amen.